Hello and welcome back to the Socially Good Podcast. I'm John Gilbert and today I'm going to be talking about another media project that I'm involved in. I'm talking about the origins of the DBAD movement. Okay, so to explain what the DBAD movement is, the, the principles of the mission are to enlighten people, fair enough, have fun, sounds good, and reduce dickheadery. Okay, so at this point I should probably explain that DBAD stands for Don't Be a Dickhead, and this is a media-ledged social movement to help make the world a better place through reduced dickheadery. And the way that it works is we work with our online community to create media that gives us real-life examples of dickheadery in different aspects of life to make us more aware of our behaviour and potentially the negative impact that it has on the world around us. The idea is that if we've got more self-awareness of this, we've got tools and we've got motivation, we will be the best version of ourselves. Um, so I probably should give some context to the word of, of dickhead on this. Now, I'm used to using that word quite freely and openly when I'm on the DBAD podcast, but the Socially Good podcast is the professional side of my personality. Maybe it's a little bit unusual to hear me talking about it. Now, this isn't just a piece of fun although we do have fun doing it. Genuinely, this is a piece of work, and it's a piece of work that was born out of research. We've run projects before where we've looked at behaviour change uh, with young people, with older people, different community types, and you find within that that there is a certain language, a certain call to action, there's a certain social marketing exchange of behavior that will drive different types of people and quite often that's a soft message sometimes it's a motivational inspirational message and for certain segments of people it can be a kick up the backside so the origins of this were looking at things like the be kind movement which came out fairly recently now actually that's been a, i didn't come out fairly recently that's been out for a while and we looked at that this is before it became popular again and it just didn't cut it for a lot of people just saying be kind was a bit kind of bit meh uh, for a kind of uh, a, a younger end of the target audience for whom they'd seen that and you heard of it so often that it become a bit invisible to it but something that grabs your attention don't be a dickhead, is something that challenges you and asks you to look at your sets of behaviours. So the kind of things that the DBAD movement gets into is general and specific topics like the environment, like health, uh, particular behaviours around the COVID-19 lockdown, which was, I mean, we, we started recording this just as that went into force in the UK. Uh, we talk about COVID dickheadery, um, which is an alternative to the covid covid idiot that we've heard so much about and then we've got other topics that are quite trivial now in terms of what a dickhead is um, that is a set of behavior that can be harmful to others and you're really letting yourself down it doesn't mean you're evil it doesn't mean that you're always thoughtful it's something that isn't always permanent you're not permanently a dickhead but we have these moments of dickheadery where we're doing something that because we're used to it or because we're just not thinking or because we're being a little bit self-destructive that actually if we take view of that in that moment and consider what you've done or what you're about to do and think well actually is this the right thing thing to be aware of and we've seen already we're 15 shows in we've seen already feedback from the community that people are enjoying the show and the entertainment value of it and the learning things but also it's made them very aware of their own behavior in fact to to paraphrase my co-host Ian on this um, a lot of his friends have messaged him to say they've realized what dickheads they are and as Ian says on the show 
uh, although he says it rather tongue-in-cheek, um, yes, while it's making his friends feel, feel bad, actually it's making the world a better place. Of course, we don't want to make anybody feel bad, but we do need to be aware of it. And we've done some great shows with our new co-host, Alex King, as well. We've talked about things like the bystander effects and how we can go beyond just looking at our own behaviour and challenge other things. And this whole thing around the D-Bad movement, which starts with the podcast that I'm describing, can go on to much wider applications in terms of media creation. So, why have we done this? Before I answer that question, I'd like to ask another question. Why not do it? Well, one of the things that I was a little bit nervous about in running my company in social marketing and the professional clients relationship that we have is having something that uses the word dickhead um, in, in such a prominent way could negatively affect our brand. And this wasn't something that I jumped into, which I would normally do. In fact, I got a bit of advice from, let's say, more level-headed colleagues in my team who, who I had to kind of justify it. And they just turned on to me and said, look, what you're trying to do here is very consistent with Eskimo Soup's values and aims. I wouldn't necessarily make the logo look the same. You don't want to um, have Eskimo Soup forever synonymous with the word dickhead. But actually, if you think that this is going to work from this audience and you've done your research and you feel that you can produce the media that's going to be effective in making that behaviour change, positive behaviour change, go for it. So it was with some trepidation that we've we've developed this but now we've put it out there and out into the world and I think this is a good example of branding because you might be listening to this horrified and saying D-Bad don't be a dickhead why are you doing that you're questioning your own professional integrity there and if you don't like it it's not for you but that doesn't mean it's not for everybody else and if you think about it if we try and create a brand that everybody likes we're going to end up with a brand that maybe everybody likes but nobody loves it becomes bland, and if it doesn't stand for one particular group, then it stands for nobody, and that's what we've tried to do here. Um, I could talk in great detail about the DBAD community and their values there, but if I'm really honest, this is early days. We're only a few weeks into this, so we're finding more about who our people are, and they're coming forward with suggestions, with honest feedback, with critiques, and that's been really, really fantastic for creating a brand that feels like it's got some ownership of those that interact with it rather than something that we've created and then just put out into the world. So the reasons why we should do it, we felt, was that it actually has national and potentially even international potential here. A lot of our campaigns are local, regional, with national slant to them, but this is something that we can have a bit more control over. Um, in terms of the scope but then very little control over in terms of how the community takes it forward because we want that sense of ownership and we do talk really about the D-Bag community and we mean it. Um, it's bold and it's fun and it could actually work as a social movement. I mentioned already that we've seen some feedback albeit on a relatively small scale. This kind of minimum viable product that we've got out there operating is certainly suggesting that we're onto something that could work in a much bigger way. I think from a learning perspective, it's sociologically interesting. And we're at the point now where we're arranging guests. So it's going to help us reach some very interesting people. Now, the guests that we've got lined up are quite well-known personalities from the world of entertainment. Now that we're 15 episodes in, we've got the confidence to go forward and do that and use some of our contacts that we've got. But we're also looking at academic contacts who've written books um, who can talk about why we behave in a particular way so that as hosts and as listeners we can pick out from that what they've learned through their pieces of research and what they make in terms of their recommendations and look at how we can modify our behavior 
to be the best version of ourselves. So there's there's heaps of reasons for it. It uses all of our creative skills, uses a lot of our media skills, and we're quite excited about it at the moment. So I wanted to explain that as a bit of a process. The learning point from this, I suppose, overall, is be bold. I'm recording this in my bedroom from my home rather than in our nice studio during the COVID-19 lockdown. And we've seen so much innovation happen online in such a short period of time where people are getting on with it. And this is one of the examples that we've had the confidence to do that, to use our skills that is also aligned with our ultimate mission to create something that's a little bit different. So please do check it out and just search DBAD wherever you get your podcasts or go to the website which is dbad.uk and it's got you can listen to the podcast via the website or link you off to your podcasting apps from there. We're going to end the show with a little clip. Thank you for listening. Do check it out and do give us your feedback. And if you decide it's not for you, that's absolutely fine. It's not meant to be for everybody. But if you find that this is something that connects with you, please do consider becoming a part of the DBAD movement. I've been John Gilbert and thank you for listening. There are also a campaign group and academics who are calling upon the Oxford University Press to change the way that sexist terms are used within the dictionary. And I find this incredible, right? So within their dictionary definition of woman, the synonyms for woman include bitch and maid. Really? Which is... Wow. is that, that's, that's, that's the Oxford English, not Urban Dictionary. Well, according to the article that I've read, and Women's Aid and uh, various other causes have got behind, men's synonyms seem to be things like brave and strong, which are like kind of positive connotations. Mm. We do need to address some of those things. This is the kind of topic that enrages white middle-class men. Yeah, there we go. Oxford Dictionary contains the synonyms for woman. Words such as bitch, piece, bit, mare, baggage, wench, petticoat, frail, bird, bint, biddy or filly. I mean, that's, that's, quite, a, that's quite, quite a collection of words. Is that in the Ox? Are you joking? <laughs> that's awful, isn't it? That is awful. Have you just made that up, Ian? No, 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 I just, I just, just read it from The Guardian right yeah. now. Wow. So that's it. Anybody that is seething at what we're saying, Andy gets his references from The Guardian. I bloody knew he would. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>